Today's podcast is brought to you by East Bay Builders, Inc. East Bay was founded on a simple philosophy to provide reliable, quality work at fair prices. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the North Worker Podcast. I am Nicolina DeFont, and today I am joined by two of my favorites, Sarah Austin and Grant Parpan. Welcome, guys. Hi, glad to be here. Welcome back, Nicolina. Good to have you here. Yeah, I missed you guys on my my week off. Um, I had a great time in Montauk, but it's always nice to go back to my favorite core, the North Fork. Um, But I definitely missed that on the podcast, so I'm excited for our topic today. We're going to talk about something that each of us can 100% relate to, um, family favorite. So some of our favorite things to do on the North Fork that we've done with our families. I know each of us have so much to say here, so I'm pumped for this. Sarah, I'll kick to you. Let's let's go through some of our favorite summer picks. So some things that you've done this summer that maybe you really enjoy with your family. Yeah, I mean, it's been such a weird summer with the kids not in, you know, a formal camp that was canceled. And so I was sort of desperate earlier in the summer to find things to do with them. And, and one of the things that we had featured on northforker.com was this um, private hours at the Little Red Barn, uh, which is in, um, in Riverhead. So we went out there not knowing quite what to expect, and we just had the most wonderful day. Um, We met all the horses. Uh, Kate, who runs the farm, she let the girls um, sort of comb the mane of one of the ponies and put bows all over it and go for a ride. And she had baby bunnies, and they were in heaven sort of cuddling the bunnies. They had such a fun time that we ended up going back there for um, a sort of socially distanced horse camp for the rest of the summer. So it's really been our refuge. And, and uh, I know they normally close at the end of the summer, but because of the need, they're, they're going to stay open through September. And um, you can go, um, they actually have babysitting. If you're in a crunch, you can watch your kid for half a day. Um, they'll have play dates where you can bring a few friends or teen hours. You know, they're super flexible and they have all kinds of fun things you can do with your kids there. So we've, we've just really enjoyed it. I love that one so much. And after you had mentioned how great of a time you and your family had there, I took my daughter and one with my cousin and her daughter there too. And we had the best time also. It really is a beautiful little tucked away spot. And it was so cool to have that like private time um, to like, like you said, brush horses and put flower or bows in their mane. It actually is really nice to do. And the girls got to go for a little ride. Like you said, it really was a, an amazing experience. I loved it so much. So thank you for telling us about that. Yeah, she'll even put a, a horn on the white horse and you can take a picture and pretend it's a unicorn. Yeah, I think that that poor horse, um, who seemed to actually really enjoy that time, was just like grazing on grass and hanging out while the girls put millions of bows in their hair. But the God bless those like, patient horses. <laughs> amazing. But the horse had yeah. like five or six of those little horns. I'm like, oh, this poor thing. But it didn't seem to mind. So. Yeah. But, you know, we both have daughters, but they're totally different ages. Yours is much younger than mine. I mean, they sort of go from your daughter's, what, two? She'll be three in a few weeks. So, yeah. yeah and mine are eight and 12. So it really appealed to all of them. Definitely. So, Grant, what about you? What have you done this summer um, or something that you've really enjoyed with your, your family, your two kids? Yeah, you know, this is something that more of my kids experience without me a lot of times, though I have gone with them. But we, uh, every year for Christmas, we buy my parents and my kids uh, passes for the Long Island Aquarium. Uh, we feel like it's something great that like my parents can easily do with 
them right in Riverhead. And uh, so every year we do that. And then this year we kind of couldn't really use them for a while. They, uh, they couldn't, but um, you know, now they're back open and I think they really, you know, they need, they need people support at the aquarium. I think it's a good thing to bring attention to the fact that they're open. And uh, my wife Vera brought uh, uh, my daughter who's four years old there uh, last week and they went around and they said actually that they're really, they're managing the social distancing really well there. Uh, they were able to check out everything. My daughter came home with just like a huge smile on, on her face. And uh, we're like a big aquarium family. It's, I think it's also just like a great thing to do when you visit kind of any town. You know, most uh, cities uh, or larger areas do have an aquarium. I get these aquariums emails from like all over the country from all the aquariums we've gone to. I'm always That's like, so cool. oh, let's let's go to this. Oh, wait, that's in Baltimore. You know? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, it's really great. And, um, you know, I got, uh, I haven't been back since, uh, coronavirus, but I've been there many times and, uh, we just love it as a family. I love that so much. And it's really cute that you guys kind of like go around and try to hit an aquarium at every, uh, place you go visit. I love that. It's a little special yeah. thing. Your kids, I'm sure will enjoy and remember forever. I love that. And, and I can't emphasize enough how great a gift it is for grandparents too. You know, like it's a great thing for like multiple generations to do. And, uh, then I don't have to think about what I'm buying my parents every year. <laughs> kind of perfect. Genius. <laughs> Um, there's something that I saw that I actually haven't done yet. However, I am so excited to try it out. And I think I'm going to have to make the time next Thursday to do so. So they have um, like tots cooking classes at Garden of Eve in Riverhead. Um, and I think that they sound so cute. I've seen so many photos and I love that the kids kind of get this like real hands-on experience and get to cook and go around the farm and kind of forage and then, um, you know, create into something little to take home um, for them. So this coming or it's the 27th, so next Thursday at 11 o'clock, um, this topic is naked tomatoes. So I don't know, I'm thinking maybe like a salsa or something. Not really sure what that is, but I'm sure it'll be wonderful nonetheless. Um, and it's priced at $20 a child, additional children are $10, and adults are 5 So um, it's just a cute little thing to do with your kids, something different. I know my kid has been loving time in the kitchen with me since the quarantine. She's been cooking up a storm, so I think I'll have to take her here to try this out. I love it there. They're so nice. They always have such fun, creative activities for kids. And I agree. It's been, um, you know, it's been wonderful to see children get more excited about cooking and baking since we've sort of been trapped at home with them. <laughs> um, so, you know, one of the um, silver linings, I think, of this spring and summer is, is seeing that interest, at least at my house, too, to ignite it in home cooking. Um, so anything we can do to encourage that and eventually, you know, they'll be making me dinner, which is. <laughs> yeah, My I'm daughter so always wants to like jump in and join me on the cooking. And it's the most stressful thing because <laughs> she just refuses to follow the instructions. Oh, man. And, um, uh, you know, I'm putting in this morning, actually, it happened. We were making, I made her some uh, banana walnut uh, pancakes she requested. And um, I'm mixing it up and she's just like pouring extra flour in <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> she just can't follow along at all. Uh, <laughs> There's definitely a light at the end of the tunnel where eventually they can make yeah. new pancakes and it doesn't take twice as long as if you just made your own pancakes. Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. anytime my beautiful kids... Thing. Yeah, anytime my kids at the age they're at, they're four and six, if they show an interest in cooking or food, I'm grateful for that. You know, it's uh, such an important uh, part of your life when you get a little older, you know? <laughs> 
Definitely. I think with all the farms out here, just emphasizing, you know, where our kids' food comes from and, um, you know, eating more fresh vegetables and fruit right off the vine. I mean, it's just a way of um, sort of teaching them about healthy eating without it feeling like a lesson. It's fun. Yeah, Absolutely. I feel that. I feel like they have some stronger interest when they actually get to see where the vegetables and fruit come from and get to them to like pick their own and then head to the kitchen and cook something with it. Um, there's always, I think, a better chance of them getting to try new things when they have that interest. So, all right. Um, let's see here. Sarah, let's go to you. Any other uh, things you're looking to do this summer or that you've done that you've loved? Well, I mean, one thing I just, um, I drove by the other morning, Harbs. And I noticed they have their watermelon festival coming yeah. up. Now, Harbs, I mean, I remember way back years ago, a decade ago, we made one of our first family trips uh, to the North Fork. I sort of looked on a map and I thought, what's that? And I went over to Harbs and I <laughs> thought, what is this wonderland that I have <laughs> discovered? I, I, as if I was the first one to ever discover Harbs. <laughs> so it seems unbelievable now that I ever didn't know what Harbs was. Um, but but that is the case. So maybe there's someone listening who doesn't know about Harbs. You should go check it out. They have every wonderful thing for kids from um, playground, sandbox, um, moon bounces, a maze, animals, you name it. But um, I think, you know, it's always fun. It's always a winner. And it's... Um, it's great at this time of year. The, the watermelon is my favorite. I just absolutely love the watermelon on the North Fork. All the different colors. They're so beautiful. It's so fresh and delicious and refreshing. It's just one of my favorite things. And it's so the essence of summer. So when I saw that sign, I thought, oh, yeah, that's the perfect thing to squeeze in right before school starts. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. And I actually love to go to the watermelon fest every year there. And there's like a watermelon eating competition and I don't know, we always leave sticky and so happy. So um, yeah, when you see your kids like throw their face into that watermelon, it's like, you could not do that at home. You can only do it at Harps. <laughs> I feel like I could possibly win that watermelon eating contest. I feel like I could eat a hundred watermelons. They're the least family food on the planet. I think you should try it. I think we should record it and or go like Instagram live, like of you doing it. So oh, never mind. Never mind. I changed my mind. I wouldn't be that good at it. Oh no, that's happening. Tune in on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> and what else have you done this summer that you've loved? You know, one thing that I did with the kids a few months back during the pandemic was uh, picked up some lunch and did a picnic at Horton Point Lighthouse. Uh, the property there is just, uh, you know, it's, it's expansive and it's underutilized, uh, you know, aside from people going to the beach there, uh, it's, uh, you know, there's, there's really not that many people taking advantage of the, the, the picnic benches there and the great views and just a great spot to, if you're going to take a ride out to the North Fork and get lunch to maybe bring your lunch down there. And, uh, you kind of feel like you have this, uh, sprawling, uh, state to yourself. And, uh, you know, another place where we've done that often is, uh, it was Mitchell Park too. Um, you know, Mitchell Park obviously on a weekend is uh, in the summer is getting a little crowded. But I've been down there a lot of times uh, where it hasn't been that crowded. Certainly for the locals, if you can pop in during a weekday, uh, you know, even a Friday afternoon, probably not too crowded, and a great place to just kind of 
distance, eat your lunch, and with a little bit of space for the kids to run around. So that that's something we've been trying to do is just like, hey, where are we going to take this food and eat outdoors now? Not necessarily eating at the outdoor seating that the restaurants provide, but trying to take it to another space where uh, we can have uh, some time to ourselves, a little space for the kids to get that energy out. As you said, you're, you know, it's tough for your two-year-old to sit still somewhere. Well, you don't have to if you're at one of those kind of places. So Horton Point Lighthouse and Mitchell Park would be my top picks for that. I love that. And I also really, our family loves Horton Point as well. I've been going there since I was a kid um, and just hanging out in the space with our family. So it really is a beautiful, beautiful space. And it's a perfect place to run around and play. And like you said, have a picnic and hang out. So it's a gorgeous spot. And Mitchell Park is also, of course, a great pick too. So I'm going to move this off the fork, guys. So I hope you are prepared with a pick for that. Uh, There's something that I did this summer that I... I don't know. It might actually be my favorite thing I did for the entire summer. We did the Sylvester Manor immersive farm tour and it was incredible. Um, It lasted what felt like hours. We got to walk around the farm. We got to forage and snack. Um, The farm tour, the tour guide, she was incredible. She's a young farmer. Um, Her name is Molly and she was amazing and so informative and just so patient and great with children and also great with adults and all of our questions. Um, And it was amazing. I know they're doing their last set this coming weekend. So if anyone still hasn't gotten over there that wants to make your reservation and head over, um, these farm tours are incredible. So um, definitely would recommend that. You know, I'd like to add an off the fork too. uh, and all shelter around as well. We went out to Meshamic and, you know, I was almost embarrassed to say that I had never been to Meshamic. I feel like we've written about it a hundred times. I've edited all these posts about it. Yeah. And uh, I had never been there until, uh, until during the pandemic, incredible place to hike right now. Um, You know, I know uh, some people were not necessarily distancing as much as we were at some point, but uh, I mean, talk about distance i mean you could just go and not see somebody else for 20 minutes at a place like that uh walking down the the trail and uh, just a great opportunity to get away as a family um you know we've also uh we hit a couple beaches uh, uh, off the fork um two county beaches in hampton bays you got one on the bay one on the ocean we hit both of those the last couple of weeks great opportunity for suffolk county residents who maybe um you know can't go to a town beach on the north fork well you can go to the county beaches in hampton bays and it's not too far um and uh you know and also the sunset beach walks i think i've talked about it on the podcast a bit too um you know uh uh not just on the north fork but uh, a little off the north fork wading river um you know we went out to uh to Setauket last week and uh, West Meadow Beach, best place on Long Island to see a sunset. Sun, the way the beach is angled, the sunset's right in front of you. It's amazing. Um, so uh, those are all things that we've kind of done off the fork. And, uh, you know, I definitely recommend uh, doing that kind of stuff. And a lot of, you know, sunset beach walks, obviously you can do on the North Fork as well. Yeah, those are really great, um, great things. And I'm glad that you got to hang out and enjoy um, the show. Make it so gorgeous there. But also, I think I have to go check out that that Setauket Beach Walk. And uh, sounds amazing. So, yeah, definitely. I feel like a little trip to Shelter Island is always such a winner with the kids. Even just sometimes we'll take the ferry over there and just walk into town and you know have coffee at Marie Eiffel or you know just do the tiniest little thing um but because you've taken a boat there and it's so pretty and it feels like you're away um you know it's enough of an activity that they um they enjoy it 
Yeah, the walk-on from Greenport is so cool, you know, if you uh, just want to keep it in the Shelter on Heights area and just walk on from Greenport. It's super inexpensive, and it's like you're on a little cruise for a few minutes, you know? <laughs> walk to the pharmacy there and get an egg sandwich and yeah. know, look at some of the pretty houses, and um, it's, a, it's a nice day away. It Absolutely. Is a very special place. Sarah, I know you also had another thing that you saw um, that's something else off the fork. All right. Well, Lucharitos is obviously um, an on-the-fork uh, restaurant, <laughs> a growing restaurant chain. Um, but they also have this newish um, Centro Mauritius uh, location, and they have a, a little farm there. And I've loved following them on Instagram and seeing all the pictures of their produce. And, and we just had a story about how they're cooking veggies, you know, there right off of their own farm. Uh, it's really exciting. And then they've just, they've started to open it up on Saturdays, I noticed, for kids as well. And I think it's aimed at kids like two to six. They're going to have a farm educator there talking about how they grow vegetables at the farm and doing some singing and dancing and activities. So just a fun little um, thing to do at Lucharitos on Saturday mornings. And then, you know, tacos uh, as a as a chaser. You can't be beat. So. No, for sure. That sounds really great. I actually 100% will be signing up for one of those Saturdays at the farm. It sounds really cute and um, the photos I've seen of the farm, I haven't been to the Central Merchants location yet, but they look amazing and I can't wait to try some of their, they have like a wood burning stove type of thing there. So it looks a little different and I can't wait to check them out too. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. It's really great. Um, definitely. Uh, you know what I love about what they do at Cinema, at, um, I'm sorry, not at Cinema Riches, but at Lucharitos is each of the locations kind of offers a little something different. You know, the yeah. Greenport location has a little bit more nightlife and kind of a bar thing. The, um, uh, the uh, Aquabog location is where you can kind of take it outdoors a little bit. And then Santa Maria just takes that to a new level, has this sort of like uh, farm stand feel and approach to it. Really nice. They've made the most out of a situation where they've had a hard time getting the inside restaurant open uh, due to a couple different reasons. And, uh, you know, uh, let's break a little news on the podcast too. We're working on it. We'll have a post up soon, but, um, soft opening of Lucharito's burrito bar in Mattituck this week. Um, by the time you're listening to this podcast may be open, definitely check their social media to make sure. But I think, uh, as early as Thursday, they'll be open. And, uh, Mark, uh, Lamena actually sent me this morning, some, uh, renderings of their Melville location. That's going to yeah. be their fifth location. And it just looks amazing. Um, and that's such so cool for them to talk about another thing that's different in this kind of like business corridor. They're just going to make a killing with that like lunchtime business crowd. And uh, so happy for them. I mean, what a great uh, North Fork success story. For sure. Yeah, they've definitely built an amazing brand. And I love too how they're each a little bit different to their location. So very, very, very cool. So guys, I'm going to spring something on you that could be a little fun here. Um, let's do like a rapid fire favorites thing. So I'm going to throw out a topic and you have to let me know what your answer is, but we'll do this kind of quickly, kind of similar to like what our fast chats were. Um, so Grant, you're going to go first. Grant, what uh, your favorite thing that you've done with your family this summer? Outdoor movie nights. We've done like four or five of them already. They've been great. We've been going all across Suffolk. Suffolk County is doing them at Smith Point. They were doing them at Suffolk County Community College, and they're completely free, um, and they have uh, different movies. Uh, some have been more geared towards adults, but then they've had weeks where they've been really kid-friendly. Um, and, you know, we even saw, like, Grease, which is kind of in between. It's kid-friendly because they like the music, but is that, like, 
uh, that movie's a little kind of racy for the kids, right? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah, but they probably don't realize. Yeah. I think <laughs> it goes right over their head. Yeah. <laughs> and then my kids... At least I'm hoping. Wants, my kids wanted to watch it at home then, and we didn't have it. We had to pay for it, so I put on Grease 2, which we could stream for free, and then my kids are... Uh, singing all these racy songs now it's uh, out of control Greece. i didn't know it had so much edge to it <laughs> i love that those movies are so good though it's hard to not love them <laughs> sorry that wasn't too rapid fire <laughs> that's okay you're allowed you're allowed sarah what about you well, Grant stole mine. We I, we have absolutely loved going to the outdoor movie night fundraisers that Cast has been doing this summer. Um, we saw uh, Bay, which I think um, Grant was at that one too, and yes, um, we saw uh, Guardians of the Galaxy out of the Vaconic Winery. Um, and then I think they are having. I think they're having one more of at least one more with dirty dancing. Um, so again, a little more mature, but probably good for my older kids. So I'm going to um, try and take them to that one, but then I should do something new again, not rapid fire at all. Um, uh, <laughs> this was your idea. You guys I got distracted by Grant's great idea. Um, the, the thing that we always do that I realize we haven't done yet is take the hike at Inlet Pond um, to the beach. Um, it combines two things that we dearly love to do as a family, which is um, doing all the hikes around here and then also a beach day. So I just love that you can do a really easy little walk through the woods with the kids and then it ends up on a beautiful sound beach and you can have lunch or just um, you know swim in the water. It's like crystal water out there. So that's really one of my summer must-dos that um, we've got to make happen uh, before the summer ends. That sounds amazing. And I will, my pick will be something I haven't done also that I really want to do before the summer wraps up. I am dying to do the story walk over at the Sound Avenue Nature Preserve. Um, the book is Say Something by Peter H. Reynolds. And it looks so cute. You walk around the preserve and um, there's little posts with, with each of the, the pages. So you can like read through the story as you're walking around the preserve. Uh, I've heard amazing things about it and I'm so pumped to try it out before the summer is over. Um, they have a new book each season. So I definitely want to make sure I get to uh, read, say something before they take it away. All right. Next question. Favorite kid-friendly restaurant or winery? Grant, go. All right. You know, I'm going to go with a winery and I'm going to go with Palmer Vineyards. Um, you know, we've been going there for years. It's in Riverhead. It's a little closer for us. Uh, great outdoor space. I think with this, what you ultimately want to do is pick a winery that has a lot of outdoor space, which is obviously necessary right now. So that, you know, I mean, there's social distancing going on. You got to watch your kids running around too much, but at least there's the space for them. And uh, Palmer's always been really good for that. I would say definitely uh, there's a little bit sensitive right Right now, kids at the winery is always sensitive, so I'd say definitely whatever you do, check ahead before you go to a winery and look and see. You know, I think uh, I was talking to you about this uh, recently, Sarah, so I know I think you were going to suggest some wineries that actually had things that were really sort of geared toward kids. Yeah, we were at um, at Sonino, um, Sonino's new-ish new tasting room um, over the weekend, and they have these kind of fun wine slushies that they're doing. So they have a, a Chardonnay slushie with peaches in it and a rosé slushie. So those are kind of fun. They're like, a, you know, if 7-Eleven was um, run by... <laughs> 
a vineyard. Um, <laughs> but they also have virgin slushies. Uh, so that got our kids kind of excited to go to the winery, which frankly is not an activity they're ever that excited to do. So, um, so that made me happy. And they, and again, they do have that, that outdoor space and a lot of seating and, and we're welcoming um, to the kids. And a, a sparkling point has always been one of our favorites because the kids can run up and down the, um, the, through the vines and it's almost like they're on a track. So you can't lose track of your kids, but they are getting, you know, they are able to run around. So that's the <laughs> ideal. It's like a little pen. <laughs> they will have to go there today. <laughs> like, like a dog run for your kids. <laughs> <laughs> if only leashes were socially acceptable. Yeah. Are you a leash parent? Please don't tell me you're a leash parent. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll have to check those out. I haven't been to any wineries since the pandemic. Um, I've just been unsure of, you know, the situation plus having an almost three-year-old. She really won't sit for too long and, and hang out while I sip wine. So I'll have to go and let her run through the vines um, at Sparkling Point for sure. So my pick was actually, a, it's a restaurant. Um, and I know that outdoor seating has been in every restaurant or most of them. But I really have been loving going to the North Fork Shack over in South Hold. Um, I just like how their little outdoor space is kind of like to the side and pushed back and um, kind of like guarded off by um, bushes and plants. So it's kind of tucked away and I feel safe back there. And it's a great spot for us to eat. And my kid runs around while she eats. It's all good. So that's definitely my, my pick for my favorite kid-friendly restaurant or winery. And then lastly, oh man, I can't believe we've been thinking about this, but fall is around the corner um, let's talk about some family traditions that you're looking forward to doing. Well, for me, we're, a, we're a Halloween family, you know, I think it comes a little more from my wife than me. I'm not confident enough to, uh, rock costumes successfully, but, um, uh, my wife is super into Halloween. My kids are into Halloween. We already bought their costumes. They, it was like, um, serendipity. We were driving and my, um, you know, my son brought up that he wants to be Harry Potter. He's going through a real uh -huh. Harry Potter phase. And my daughter said, I want to be Poppy for uh, Halloween from Trolls. <laughs> and we go into Costco the very next morning and they had both those costumes right there at Costco. Oh, so uh, I think it was probably because like Jeff Bezos is spying on me through my phone or something <laughs> that uh, somehow that information got to Costco. But um uh, yeah, it was uh, amazing. But we're a big Halloween family. Of course, trick-or-treating is not great this year. But the last couple of years, my son, he went on a school field trip last year to Fink's Farm in Wading River, brought home a pumpkin, and we carved it. I'm horrible at carving pumpkins, <laughs> but my son loves it. Every night he wants to go light his jack-o'-lantern. His name is Jack, so we call it a Jackson O'Lantern. And oh. it's uh, become a fun little uh, tradition for us. I love that. There's nothing better than carving pumpkins, even if you're terrible at it. Yes. Sarah, I know you also have a pumpkin-esque pick for this. I do. Um, I Our favorite place to go in the fall is Krupski's um, Pumpkin Farm. I just love the, um, you know, it's it's kind of old school and a little smaller and uh, they have a really cute little hayride and a little haunted barn but the best part is they have these like teenage guys dressed up as zombies wandering through the um cornfield and kind of hopping out and scaring your kids and and the moms and dads yeah. um, <laughs> and like wandering through the parking lot it just 
I just love those guys. They're, they say fall to me, the, the zombies at Krebsky's. Yeah, I actually, I joked about it before and I said they were my favorite, but they actually are. Like, I love them so much. I want them to like come and like scare slash babysit my kid. Like, it's so creepy. But, like, I think it's so funny. And that feeling of being terrified by like teenage kids, like it's hysterical. So it's, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I just wish that I knew when I was a creepy teenage boy that I could actually get paid to do that. Amazing. Jackson, when he's a teenager, he can work there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then to wrap it up, my family fall tradition that I'm looking forward to doing, I know this is the most cliche thing ever, but I love apple picking. Um, I can't help it. I think we went four times last year to Harvest. We had more apples than I could do. I didn't even know what to do with them at a certain point. Maybe like froze it and made it into applesauce or whatever. Um, so I'm definitely going to be doing that this year with my family. I'm going to try somewhere new though. Maybe we'll apple pick up Wickham's. Um, here that's another hot spot on the North Fork. So I'm excited to, to get to fall. We've had a, an amazing summer and I think a lot of us um, have done really great things despite this um, crazy time, but we've all made the most of it. So guys, thank you both so much for jumping on the podcast and talking about your favorite summer things and we definitely still have i think it's 36 days of summer i think i just read so there's still some summer time to get in um before before the next season comes so thank you so much and everyone um have a great weekend and we'll be back next week bye everyone bye